Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings and it is Friday the 17th of December, only a week to go till Christmas. And as usual with all the information contained in this presentation, it is general advice only, so please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, you can head on over to our website and read this disclaimer in full there and sign up for a free 14-day trial of our wonderful newsletter if you are not yet a member. All right, well, a very interesting night in the US, as they all are. We saw the Dow Jones close down 30 or 0.08%, nothing shaking there, but the trees, 35,898 points. However... The Nasdaq fell 385 points, 2.47%, nearly 2.5% fall on the Nasdaq, down to 15,180. Tech stocks got absolutely walloped last night, especially the big names, uh, the ones that we're all familiar with. The S&P 500, as usual, in the middle for diddle, down around 0.9%. 41 points to 46.69. I guess what's spooking the market, of course, is uh, Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell's comments yesterday. A little bit of a rethink there on some of those comments and what it means for growth stocks and some rotation away from those big names. The likes of uh, we had Apple down nearly 4%, Facebook down 2%, Google down 1.4%, Microsoft down 2.9%, Amazon down 2.6%, and Netflix down 2.3%, and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, which is just completing its merger come takeover of Afterpay, down a big 4.6%, and we'll get on to more about that later, but certainly not good news for those tech stocks, but good news for the rest of the market, well, it's not quite such bad news anyway. The VIX index was up 1.6.64% to 21. I would expect that to head a little bit higher, although with the weekend coming, we'll see how that pans out. But also, tomorrow is quadruple witching, which can add to volatility, and it can certainly add to volumes on the US market. So quadruple witching, that is when stock futures and options expire and when index options and futures expire. So it can have a significantly volatile effect on the market. Sometimes it's a damp squib and sometimes we see nothing, but sometimes it does happen. This will be the last significant event before Christmas and traders will have cleared their table or their desks for what has happened this week with the FOMC and uh, that quadruple witching. So after that, next week will be a little quieter and a little thinner. SPY futures in all this was up 10 points, 0.14%, 72.06. So there is some light in our tunnel, commodities being that light in that tunnel. Brent crude up 1.54%, $1.14. WTI up $1.51, 2.13%. Gold had a great night last night. Uh, higher inflation and uh, slightly higher rates, really helping that story back up towards the top end of its trading range at 1.9%, 33 $33.70, 1798.2. So, 1750 to 1800 has been the range. There was a bit of a blowout where the Omicron first hit 
but uh, back in that range and now towards the top of it. Iron ore had a good night as well, up 4.6%, $5 to 114.70. In other commodities last night, inflation is generally good for commodity prices. Let's bear that in mind. Let's put that out there. Copper was up 2.9%. Nickel up 2.8%. Aluminium up 3.2%. Zinc, good night for zinc, up 5.1%. Lead up 0.9%. And tin up 2.1%. And it's the result of all of this. Mining stocks in international trade were better as you can imagine, Freeport, McMoran were up 2.7%, Alcoa up 3.2%, Tech up 0.13%, Anglo up 1.7%, Glencore up 2.5%, Vale up 39 but poor old Albemarle, which is a lithium producer, 3.5% down, so not so good. US Steel up 3.8%, US Banks as well, very strong last night. JP Morgan up 1.6%, Citigroup up one4 Goldman's up 1.9, Bank of America up 2.4. So we did see some buying in defensive in the banking sector and resource stocks and that big sell-off in the techs. I would imagine we'll see more of the same here today. Aussie dollar 71.83. Here you can see the S&P 500 on a slide for most of the day. That tech route really uh, digging deep. The S&P 500 is somewhat concentrated in tech stocks as well. Although there are 500 shares, there is a dominance of those big tech names. So that clearly weighing on the market. The Dow, not quite so dominated by those tech names. It did seem to uh, try and recover a little bit at the close, but its heart really wasn't in it. As far as major stories go last night, uh, we've seen the Nasdaq slumping nearly 3%, 2.5% to be exact. And the other big news of the night, and there's more on this in the um, my article today, Henry's Take, was the Bank of England raised rates, the first rate hike from the Bank of England. It had been promising some sort of rate rate hike Uh, maybe in November, but they did in the end squib it in November. But in December, just to be Scrooge-like, and despite the fact that uh, Omicron uh, cases in the UK, or at least COVID cases in the UK, went nuts last night, the Bank of England has moved. Andrew Bailey, the, uh, the Chancellor, the head of the Bank of England, has moved rates up by only, let's put it in some perspective, 0.15, 15 basis points. So rates have gone up to a quarter of a percent for official rates. But economists are now expecting more in 2022. And of course, that comes on the back of the dot plots from the Federal Reserve. And also yesterday, we saw Philip Lowe talking in Wagga about uh, tapering and how they would be pulling the taper in May. The ECB, though, left monetary policy unchanged. And the RBA is considering three options for bond buying ahead of Feb 22. That uh, February 22 review, the governor says. So February is looking as if it's going to be a very interesting month as we get U.S. results uh, for the quarter uh, in January. Then we get our results in February and we also potentially have an election here on the horizon and that RBA review as well. So things could get a little more interesting in the new year. Norway has hiked interest rates as well with more expected to come. But the COVID-19 outbreak is making things slightly more interesting for them. Uh, vaccine boosters protect against Omicron. No need for variant-specific shots yet, says Dr. Fauci. And UK fears surge of hospitalizations as daily new case count soars to a record 
88,000. That's up 10,000 in a day and expect to see a big jump again in New South Wales and maybe even Victorian cases as we head into Christmas. The silly season causing lots of socialising and lots of people are catching the disease, which is not good. China likely to make a 5% growth its bottom line for 2022 and Eurozone PMI at a nine-month low on COVID, but some encouraging signs. And the UK PMI also sees a sharp slowdown in activity and an easing in price pressures. Japanese factory activity growth slows in December. So a real mixed bag going on at the moment. What's on today? We've got the hotly anticipated New Zealand December ANZ business and consumer confidence. That will be market moving. The Bank of England has delivered some Christmas cheer. Not, although my brother is quite happy because he has money in the bank. Uh, 25 uh, basis points now the official rate from the Bank of England up point. 1.5%. FedEx doing well after hours on their results and another Aussie success story. Uh, Rocked is planning a major IPO in the US next year. Could be worth up to 5 billion US dollars. So they've just completed a funding round, giving it that kind of valuation. We'll be up there with Canva and uh, the likes of Alassian as well. So it's going to be a, a, a big float for a, a, an Aussie company doing very well. Now, in the U.S. last night, buy now, pay later stocks slumped as the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, the CFPB, issued a series of orders to five of the biggest U.S. players in the buy now, pay later sector, which included Zip, Affirm, Afterplay, Klarna, PayPal. And uh, they are having concerns about uh, data protection, about uh, indebtedness of consumers, and the whole buy now, pay later sector in general. That is the problem with this sector. It gets so big that it attracts uh, that uh, unwarranted or unneeded, certainly from the buy now, pay later sector, uh, look from regulators. And we've seen that with big tech as well. You just get so big that it's impossible to ignore. And it appears that in the Australian today that Zip has been talking to Sezzle about some sort of takeover of Sezzle. But talks have ended, apparently, with no agreement on price. In the US, uh, BHP was up 0.3%. Rio up 1.9%. But interestingly, for Rio and uh, maybe some implications for some of our stocks in our market today, uh, Rio has had a lithium mine project that it has been trying to get up and running since 2006, blocked in Serbia. Thousands have taken to the streets in the last few weekends to protest against this mine, and it now has been blocked. So Rio up, despite that, it's only a very small part, of course, of Rio's business, mostly iron ore. But even so, uh, there are some implications for, I guess, other European lithium projects that may uh, see environmentalists emboldened by the moves from Serbian environmentalists. In terms of 10-year yields, US up 1.43%. So still not really taking uh, huge amounts of, uh, of rises there with uh, US rates heading higher in 2022. Australia, 1.56%. So slightly uh, steady as well, to be honest. And we haven't seen that push higher in those yields. And then Germany also negative 0.36 still. So nothing really much happening there. But New York cases have tripled in the last month. UK cases we've talked about. And all eyes today will be back on CSL as the price hovers around that placement price. It closed spot on last night, $273 for CSL. That was the price the $6.5 billion placement was done at. The SPP in 
CSL begins on December the 21st. That is a mammoth SPP, $750 million. So this is no small capital raising and will require um, certainly some digestion by the market. It's 5% of the shares in CSL. Question of the day today. This uh, is prompted by a number of people I've been talking to in the last few days. Cancelling Christmas plans, or at least Christmas party plans, and gearing up for the big day and being pretty antisocial. I know that I am been somewhat antisocial ahead of Christmas. One Christmas spoilt in the last couple of years is enough for me. So uh, certainly I heard yesterday of some Christmas parties being cancelled and obviously that has an effect on hospitality and the venue. So have you cancelled any of your Christmas plans because of Omicron? Thanks very much for listening. We'd uh, love to have your thoughts, ideas and insights on the Facebook discussion group. Three and a half thousand members over there, members helping members And uh, I did run a contest some weeks, months ago, I think it was, uh, picking the uh, ASX 200 level on Christmas Eve. And we're getting down to the pointy end of that. And whoever is nearest the pin will get a bottle of something sparkly uh, for their troubles. If you're listening to this on a podcast, you probably know that we've split our podcast into four streams. You can listen to one, two, three, or four of these podcasts. The Marcus Strategy Podcast, the On the Desk Podcast with the boys talking about investment themes, and the On the Couch Podcast as well, where I talk to some fund managers, CEOs of companies that interest me. Yesterday, I released the On the Couch Podcast with Ignacio Salazar from Highfield Resources. Clearly, I wasn't the only one promoting Highfield Resources or pushing the uh, Highfield story because the stock was up substantially yesterday on the back of that. I think Foster's Stockbrokers had a uh, Zoom seminar at four o'clock on Wednesday afternoon. That probably helped a lot more than I did. Four o'clock in our time zone is very early for Ignacio. But uh, if you're interested in that story, it's a potash story in Spain, then uh, download the podcast with Ignacio. Apart from that, that's it from me today. If you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today membership, we'd love to have you on board. You can pick up a free 14-day trial on our website, marcustoday.com.au. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day.